Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor. This episode we're calling season second seasons of HBO Max shows that we love that we don't think anyone else is watching. So we're trying to put it back into your brains so that you'll watch it. Because <laughs> the last time we did that, not for HBO, but for Hulu, Dollface, it got canceled. So, so hopefully we're learning not your lesson. this. We're trying to help. We're the only ones doing the work. <laughs> HBO Max is barely promoting these shows. We got to help. For free. Just doing our part. You're welcome. Truly, you're welcome because I love these shows. The two shows we're talking about today are Made for Love and Starstruck. And excited to... Talk about their second seasons. But first we have TV news. Something fun I have is that, and honestly, this news only pertains to you, Jordan, because I don't know if anyone else has ever watched the Roku channel um, <laughs> other than you, <laughs> which I know you use to watch Probably Degrassi. Not. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> not anymore, but you might have I to actually, get it again. I know. I really might, even though I betrayed Roku and threw it in the trash because oh, yeah, true. HBO Max doesn't work on Roku. I forgot at least not about on mine. That. So please make me feel guilty for <laughs> saying goodbye I viciously will. to them. Because they're bringing back the Quibi original Chrissy's Court for Roku. The best thing on Quibi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dang so it. glad. I'm, I'm happy that it is existing. Me too. I hope that Chrissy pulls a Z-Way and, like, posts all the clips. Yeah, that would be great. That's a good idea. That is so funny. And, wow, I can't believe that I was the the one, um, like, Roku loyal. But they betrayed me first. Because HBO (laughs) Max is kind of my favorite streaming service. Yeah, that's true. And it never worked. So I had to do what I had to do. This is very exciting news that... I was sent a couple times. Um, <laughs> Nicholas Bertel, who we know and love as the succession composer, um, he's doing the score for the Disney Plus show Andor that Diego Luna is starring in that is set to be my favorite show and, and now really is because that's going to be amazing. I, Nicholas Bertel doing Star Wars music is just a, a good timeline to be living in. Okay, that's amazing. Right? Yes. I hadn't heard that. I love that. Maybe we should just do a Star Wars highlight because there were a couple things I saw. Jude Law is going to be starring in a Star Wars series. Yeah, that was that was my other um, Star Wars thing I highlighted because I was like <laughs> kind of shook by that. Yes, yeah, same. I was very surprised when I saw that. And I also was surprised when I saw that Kumal is in the new Obi-Wan Kenobi Star Wars series. I couldn't remember if we knew that before or not. Well, I think it was... I'm trying to remember if we knew that too because they. I remember when they shared like a gigantic graphic of like so many people that are going to be in the Obi-Wan show. Mm-hmm. Um... And a lot of people that we love. So it's almost hard to keep track when you're excited about like 
20 people Mm -hmm. you know so it sounds vaguely familiar from kumal's tweet it seemed like it was a surprise because he said i'm so overwhelmed right now my cousin had a better collection of action figures when we were kids i was so jealous and i think i finally pulled ahead so it seemed like it was like news and it was cute that he was so excited well, maybe he's just in... I haven't been, had a chance to watch the two episodes that dropped. Maybe he's just in those episodes. I just can't shake this feeling that that is information that was once in my brain that was removed and now has been inserted <laughs> back. He's, like, in the Marvel universe and, like, Disney universe anyway. So, like... hmm Good for him. I feel like he might be one of the people living the best life right now. 100%. And that's back to the Jude Law thing. It's like because he is in the Harry Potter universe right now. Dumbledore. <laughs> it's probably a good time to stuff. get out of that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> I uh, couldn't agree more. And yeah, I don't. It's just also I think Jude Law. I don't know why it's still surprising when like a movie person joins the tv world Mm -hmm. like it's still it's happening all the time and so it shouldn't surprise me anymore but like he's like a movie guy so it's just Mm -hmm. very interesting well to piggyback off of that a movie person that's becoming a tv person jodie foster is going to be in the new season four of true detective which i saw that and didn't save it i don't know why because that is truly shocking Will True Detective, like, reel me back in? Because I'm so curious now. Maybe. Maybe. And I have still never gone back and rewatched or watched the first season, which so many people say is the best season and love it. So maybe I will. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I won't. I'm the boss of me. (laughs) (laughs) You tell him. (laughs) (laughs) Something that I know, uh, I think this is streaming. I think this is streaming slash TV news. Um, and I know that Taylor has already partaken, but Bo Burnham released an hour of like outtakes and unreleased footage from inside. And I, I read that I haven't watched it yet. I read that it's streaming on YouTube. Yes. Is that accurate? That is accurate. It is incredible. And it's just, like, so astonishing that, like, the things that didn't make the original edit are still, like, some of the best things I've ever seen in my whole life. (laughs) I don't get it. May all of our outtakes be as good as, like, may all of our outtakes be so genius, you know? (laughs) Truly. Truly, truly. We won't even let you hear the unedited version of these episodes. (laughs) I'm just imagining uh, if we compiled all of our outtakes and what it would be like. Oh my gosh, they would be like so boring. Like that made it sound like they would be like, um, like we're cutting out like juicy details or something. No. No. <laughs> it's us deciding that what we were saying made no sense and we have to try again. <laughs> it's me being like, hey, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that's actually so true though they don't know it's like my favorite meme Mm -hmm. they don't know (laughs) i edited this to make it sound like i'm really well spoken (laughs) 
Um, may those never see the light of day because we're not geniuses like Bo Burnham. No, we are not. Yeah, highly recommend. It is the best hour you'll spend maybe this year. <laughs> it was, I honestly can't even tell you how big my smile was watching it. I felt like an idiot inside my own home by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is such a good review. Thank you. Um, some really interesting news came out this week that Alexis B- uh, Bledel is not going to be continuing on the next season of The Handmaid's Tale, which is just so fascinating because they kind of made her character into like a main character. So I'm very intrigued how they're going to write her off all of a sudden. Hmm. and like Like she's not gonna be in any episodes not even like the first one or something no it just says she's not returning and like her statement was just like kind of weird because it was like she was like thanking the creators and like it's an important story because i was thinking like maybe she's decided that like her values don't align with the show but she was like in her statement it was like this is a very important story to tell especially right now but it's just but not for me not for me (laughs) basically really interesting Interesting. little mysterious wow it's kind of so as someone who has not watched since season one i forget that she's even in it still like she's not part of any of the marketing that's so weird it's very strange hmm wow they announced that J.J. Abrams is developing a Speed Racer series for Apple TV+. Plus. Um, I watched the cartoon on Cartoon Network when I was a kid. I never saw the live action movie that came out a little while ago. But I know it's like a cult classic, which I can't speak to because um, I've never seen it. But it'll just be, it's such a, it's like, and just kind of like random to me, but mm-hmm. okay. And there Won't you have say it. no. <laughs> yeah, I'll check it out. It's also very interesting because like speaking of people in the Disney Star Wars family and like 50 other franchises, that's J.J. Abrams. And so now he's doing something like complete 180 from anything else and going back to TV, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. so i'm pretty intrigued i would be intrigued if they'd said any like he was developing any show you know Mm-hmm. yeah anything that has his name attached my intrigue is there and i've recently gone on a pretty deep dive of him and his family because i'm like super obsessed with his daughter gracie abrams and like jj's like so hot <laughs> i'm like <laughs> i just like don't think I ever realized that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. I mean, I just think he's like a cutie. I never. Yeah, he's just like a really cute, handsome nerd, you know? Well, maybe this will convince you to finally watch Felicity. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. There's just too much TV in the world. You can't. Like, it's like I'm probably never going to watch Lost. Something I've been talking about a lot recently to a variety of people and in a variety of ways is just like you have to let those things come to you, which I was talking about 
with someone recently and they're like, don't you have a podcast where you tell people to watch? And I was like, yeah, that's for them though, not for me. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, and like we're talking about the shows that people are almost always, not even this week's episode really, we're like recommending things that we think people should watch. But a lot of times we're reacting to things that most people are already watching. Exactly. So and that's what you can tell that person. <laughs> our ep- I, Another thing I said was that like our episodes are always there for when they do watch it. Yeah. So we'll be there for you, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I saved uh, this other piece of news just for you because we had mentioned it previously. And I thought it was so funny. Um, oh, but great. Matthew Morrison is no longer going to be a judge on So You Think You Can Dance. Did you hear about this? No. Okay, he like broke a rule. <laughs> what did he do? Oh my gosh. I've never heard of this happening. I like, hadn't either. Maybe ever. And I don't even know what the rule is yet. Okay, what, well, what did he do? I don't know if... Now I need it. Now that I have to find it. Hold on. Oh my gosh. Breaking news. <laughs> okay, this literally happened like two hours ago. Apparently... Oh my gosh. He sent flirty messages to a contestant that made them uncomfortable. <gasps> I'm not surprised at all. He had an inappropriate relationship with a female contestant. It literally says they didn't have sex, but he reached out to her through flirty direct messages on social media. She felt uncomfortable with his line of comments and went to producers who then <gasps> got Fox involved and he was fired after they did their own investigation. Good for her. Um, cause that would be scary. Wow. Like, that would be terrifying. Yeah. Like as you're, because you would just assume like something, unfortunately you would probably like assume nothing would come of it or you'd get in trouble because he's like a name and yeah. a judge or whatever. Oh my gosh. I had originally only seen Morrison's statement, which all it said was that he failed to follow comp- competition production protocols. Okay, um, that is such a, mis- like, it's like a misleading way to say that, because it's like, yeah, you were a bad dude. You didn't follow, like, humanity protocols <laughs> either. Like, you're just, like, a gross guy. Wow, that's, I feel like he already has, like, image problems because, like, Gen Z hates him and mm-hmm. is always roasting him in general and now he's also legitimately a dirtbag ew plus I don't know I mean I haven't even heard about this at all so I don't know how old the contestant was but I picture like the contestants on so you think you can dance are usually young Mm mm-hmm wow remember how he used to date Chriselle oh my gosh I forgot about that this was his time to get his reputation maybe back on track and nope bye we're done with you Mm-mm. adios ew and oh i mean the glee cast is cursed the glee cast cursed like, i'm not even like i'm not trying to be funny or like flippant about all the tragic things that have happened in amongst the glee cast but it's like imagine going back and watching glee and like him as a teacher and he's just like this yucky guy in real life too like uh uh-uh. i would even include leah michelle not getting the funny girl part like she's not uh, she's not uh-uh. immune to the curse either 
Well, and all that stuff came out about her being racist. Oh yeah, and, she, like she terrorizing already had that. even like her co-stars who weren't of color hated working with her. It's yeah. like there's just like a cloud of darkness over Glee. That is some wild breaking news. Truly. Oh my gosh. I'm glad I got to break that to you. I have to. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so glad that girl was so brave and reported that. I know. Me too. Good on That's her. That's so messed up. Oh boy. Okay. That was my last one. Wow. Ended on a, not a Low good, note. good is, is the wrong word to say, but it's something. That was really something. Ooh, wow. Hmm. Uh, all right well for our top three we are going to use the season two of made for love as our guide as a reminder made for love is basically a show where someone has created this like hub where it's like you're inside basically a warehouse but like it makes it feel like you are in a completely different place and you can like change what your location looks like. It's like you're living in like virtual reality, but it's not like you're wearing like a headset. No. Like you're walking around interacting with people, but they make your environment feel like, like you could, like there's a part where they make someone feel like they're on the moon, but like they're really just in a world surrounded by screens. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a compound, like you're not, like, it's really hard to leave and, like, you can't come and go as you please. And this is the one where they don't even, like, eat real food, really. They have, like, little balls that you can eat that have, like, a full meal kind of thing. And just lots of Jeffrey Bezos vibes and, like, Tim Cook Apple stuff. Mm -hmm. Just, like. I feel like. Yeah, Elon, like Elon Musk. Musk. It's it's like there's the CEO is like a parody of all of those guys. Yes, exactly. So the CEO guy who's played by Billy Magnuson um, kind of tricks Kristen Milioti. I mean, her name's Hazel in the show, but she, he tricks her kind of into like being his wife. Anyway, so in the season two plot... She stays in the hub so that he will help her heal her father who has cancer. There's also a crush that's working in the hub that she um, falls for and helps her attempt to escape. And then there's also a friend that she wires $100,000 to like come visit her. So anyway, if Jordan and I were in the hub, here are some of the people we'd want to surround us. I'll go first, and I'll just name all three of them. A TV character that I would bring in, I would pay them to come visit me and hang out with me and just to like see and experience the hub is David Rose from Schitt's Creek. I feel like oh he would gosh. be just like a joy and like a breath of fresh air and... I could like laugh with him and also tell him all the hot gossip and he would just love it. Oh, I really wish I could see that acted out him in the hub, especially because I feel like 
he would be like giving commentary on how ridiculous everything was, but also really enjoy the hub. Totally. He would love it. My crush that I would fall for that could help me escape, I chose Casey Dutton from Yellowstone. He can get you out of any pro- any issue. Like he can solve it and he's also very hot while doing it. So, I trust him with my life. <laughs> And then if I had a parent figure that I would want to save their life so much so that I would be willing to be stuck in this hub and stay married to this basically evil man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Idiot evil man. Um, Mm. Who's like a lovable parent figure that uh, I would want. And I chose Hopper. I know I'm watching Stranger Things right now, Mm. so it's fresh on my mind. But Hopper is just like a good good dad and a good dude and I would want to save him and I think he would be pretty easy to like trick into believing that (laughs) this hub is the real world and yeah Mm -hmm. well they I mean their attention to details honestly amazing it's it's wild so I think that alone makes this show fun to watch but I agree I agree um for my friend I would bring in and I don't know if um, some of these answers, I'm like, did these, did these other characters just kind of remind me of their <laughs> characters actually in the show? But I said um, Christina Yang, Sandra Oh from Grey's Anatomy. Ooh. Um, I, I was thinking about it and I was like, okay, she's definitely about 10 million times more like successful in life than Bangles, who <laughs> I love. And I will say we needed a little more Bangles. Yeah, we need a Bengal spinoff. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, one of my one of my notes from the season is I've just missed Patty Harrison so much, and I just loved seeing her in this show. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like she also because it's like she keeps it real, but I also could see her kind of like you want kind of a a friend presence to like ground you when you're in this truly like just beyond crazy situation mm-hmm. um so yeah i think i think she would be good and she might actually come without for not even just for the money now that i think about it that's true you probably wouldn't have to wire her any money yeah um for my crush to help me escape i said um jake peralta andy sandberg's character from brooklyn 99 um because he is he He's like a he's like a total goofball, but he's also like resourceful and clever and could totally figure out an escape plan and like scheme. He's kind of a schemer, mm-hmm. um, but he's also fun and cute and it would be it would be nice. He would like help make like um like break the tension, you know, too, mm-hmm. which is important. Make a bad situation feel lighter. Yeah, totally. Um, and for my parent figure, this one I totally think is because he reminds me of Ray Romano, (laughs) but I said Bob from Bob's Burgers, (laughs) who actually looks exactly like Ray Romano, just with a mustache. Um, but he's just like a good chill dad, very low key energy, kind of like Ray Romano's character, um, and fun to have around and totally worth saving. And I think would also have fun in the hub. 
like enjoying all it has to offer. Mm-hmm. Some of my favorite parts were when you see people just having fun in the hub. Um, cause that's what I would want to do all day. It's like, it's, I feel like partly do we love this? Cause it's kind of like smart house. Yes. Cause it really 100%. reminds me of smart house. Yeah. I completely agree. I think that, uh, part of the fun of this show is just kind of like, really there, the possibilities are endless. And so it's really fun to see what they come up with of like ideas and things that, um, they can do with this kind of technology and it's also kind of scary but so fascinating I really loved this season because we did get to see more of the hub and like what do other people do every day in the hub and I really Mm -hmm. liked seeing those kinds of like what jobs do people have and like what does their room look like and like it was really really fun to see that um and I feel like the special effects are so good and it just like all looks pretty real. Almost everything looks really, really realistic, even though it's so out there. I loved seeing like the day to what's the what's your for just a regular guy, not the wife of the CEO. What's just your average Joe Schmo's day like in the hub? And I mm-hmm. really liked seeing that. Yeah, I completely agree. And um I think because of the like I mentioned earlier like the possibilities are endless with this kind of technology and that we were able to like see so many different like characters and employees and see how what their lives are like I really enjoyed this season because I felt like I never knew where it was gonna go I could literally never, never guess any single plot one of my notes literally is one of the least predictable shows I've ever seen. Okay, yes. Like, so I just... We, I'm totally with you there. The whole time I was watching, I was like, I would have never... Like, when I first started it, I was like, I don't know how they're going to do a second season. And then it just went in so many different ways that I could have never expected or even thought possible. No. I think I... I think I... I really liked season one, and I think I liked season two even more. I think it was really really good and I felt like I knew a lot of characters better Mm -hmm. that I didn't even think they would even like that I would get to know better but I Mm -hmm. did and it was really fun and yeah I loved that unpredictability of it all um and I hope that they I don't I from what I read I don't know if it's been renewed for season three yet but I really hope it does because where it left you off I was like okay I've got to see more I've got to see what happens next it was so interesting we need a season three because yeah I just felt like it was so fun and I I agree with you I liked season two better which I even I loved season one but Mm -hmm. it's just like it's so fun I so my good. notes are and I should have made this connection earlier. I forgot to read my notes when we were ta- trying to explain exactly what the hub was. But <laughs> um there are like two people like stuck in the, what they call the pasture cubes, which is basically just like hell on earth cuz it's just like the, in the middle of like a pasture and you're just like stuck there with nothing to do or eat or see or anything. And then like um they could like change what was happening in that cube in a moment's notice. And I was, I was like, Oh, this is exactly like hunger games. Yeah. Like the arena. And I was like, that's yes. really fun. Uh, 
And I love Hunger Games, so of course mm-hmm. I love watching this. Exactly, same. It does it does feel like it's kind of in that universe, like it's kind of like the capital or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, very fun. If you haven't watched any of it yet, just start it. It's you'll like it. <laughs> you'll like it. Trying not, not to be too forceful about it. <laughs> also, Paula Abdul is in it, so if that doesn't sell you on it, I don't know what to tell you. And she's so good in it. She's, she's amazing. So, I was obsessed with her. Oh my gosh, it was so funny, and she's so beautiful. And I was like, "This is hilarious." I want to see behind the scenes footage of her filming all of her scenes because she clearly 100%. was just like, it was just on a green screen, but so funny. Loved it. Oh my gosh, glad we both liked it. Me too. How did you feel about Starstruck season two? I, okay, here's one of my notes. I wasn't sure about how I felt about them as a couple, like kind of throughout the, sh- the as the season goes on. Cause I was kind of like, okay, you're literally fighting over every tiny little thing mm-hmm. and it's always the end of the world, yada, yada. But then they really got me at the end. I was like, oh, dang it. They really got me. I really love them. And <laughs> it was just, it was a perfect ending. And and I really, the whole time had my doubts about those two. But they really, really did get me at the end. Yeah, I found myself just being like so frustrated. I was like, okay, we're already in the second season of this show. And I still just want to shake you both because you're just like, when you are, when they are good, they are so good that it's just like, I can't help but be obsessed with them. But like mm-hmm. when they're like lying to each other or like withholding emotions, it's just like infuriating. Yeah. And like kind of in, I feel like there's ways to like write scenes where it kind of makes sense why someone is withholding and you're like, oh, this is, this is bad, but I kind of get where they're coming from. Some of the stuff I would just be like, really? Like... Come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they're supposed to be like super immature, maybe. But I was like, okay, you guys are just both being kind of dumb. And I, maybe you should break up. But then I really, this, despite all that, I was like, wow, this is a great ending because it really sold me on these two. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. The but yeah, I was, is I was it. like, there were some little things which, like, I think they're intentionally trying to annoy us, the audience, you know? Mm-hmm. because they are being dumb but i was pretty annoyed at some some of their fights mm-hmm. yeah i agree it's i watched this literally like a month and a half ago so even you talking about the ending i was like how did that end how did that end and then it just all came rushing back to me but <laughs> um yeah i i agree i think it i think that there could have been more interesting dynamics like i think like the meeting the family is like a good thing to like touch base on especially Mm -hmm. for like their how far they were into their relationship I just think there could have been even more things like that and less things like just like surface level withholding and fights yes um something else that I I think part of why I loved the ending so much was my favorite parts were when like um her whole friend group is there because her friends are very very funny Mm-hmm. and weird and I also like how they interact with um the lead guy Tom like they're kind of funny around him 
And I that would have also been like added to the dynamic situation because there was there were a lot of times when it, it almost felt like a repeat of season one of only them two and mm-hmm. they're kind of having the same discussions and the same arguments and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally also, agree. Um, I think that I might have felt this way in season one. I really like the guy who plays Tom and I like the character of Tom. But he just seems like a guy. Like, he doesn't seem like he's a movie star guy. No. And, like, it's not that all movie stars are the same, I guess. But I was just like, I don't see you as, like... He's in, like, supposed to be in, like, big, dumb action movies. Mm-hmm. And, like, that does not translate to me for his character. Like, he's kind of a shy guy. Like, that characteristic of him made sense. But it doesn't make sense that he's, like, one of the most recognizable movie stars on Earth. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I'm trying to even think of, like, an actual celebrity that I could, like, compare him to, like, career-wise. Mm-hmm. Because it's not even, mm-hmm. like, Marvel level because they're kind of, like, cheesy, bad action movies. Yeah, like, you know, like the, the the characters who are movie snobs, like, hate his movies. Yeah. I was thinking, and I feel, this sounds familiar, so maybe we had this exact conversation when we talked about season one, but I was thinking maybe, like, did we talk about maybe Paul Walker? Maybe. Maybe. But even then, it's like, I don't think that Paul Walker would act, like, he, he, it's almost like they could have given him a different job, because sometimes his career doesn't really affect the plot that much it does when he obviously has to like fly to a a movie shoot in another place Mm -hmm. but they almost could have had him be like a writer or something that like has to go report on a story somewhere else i just think it's interesting he could have even just been any kind of actor like it didn't have but like Mm, without the actual definition of like um action movies because like he could have just been doing like little indies and he was wanting to like make it into like bigger budget films kind of thing because like he gets recognized a little bit but it's not like that much that he like can't go anywhere like he doesn't even have like a security guard with him yeah like he literally just goes to her friend's like bachelor party yeah or whatever and his and her random friend who barely knows him is able to contact him yeah that's kind of weird and it's like okay (laughs) <laughs> if he is an action star, he's like, he's, he's super hot. He's like a skinny guy. Like, yes. I, I wonder how this show would, would be if they cast like, like a Marvel guy mm-hmm. with like a gigantic, freakishly huge, muscly body or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. I don't, I just like, there's just some part of it that doesn't really translate to me. Yeah, I get it. I'm glad because I was kind of watching it thinking like, am I nuts? I still enjoy it. It's just like, I just think about like, you can't help but think like who, like if this happened to me, I'm not, I'm a non-famous. And if I'm dating a famous person, like who would the equivalent be? And he's too hard to, it's like we just said, he's too hard to like pick an actual real world parallel. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it was still very funny i and it's just like so short and such a quick watch i was gonna say i may have even finished it in one night i don't think that's true i think i made myself split it up into two because i didn't want to have all the fun in one night but (laughs) it's just i love i love her and 
I just relate to it as well. So yeah, it's probably a big aspect. Yeah. I was looking at it because the episodes, I was like, oh, they're half hour. No, they're like 20 minutes. And mm-hmm. if there's only six, you can literally watch it in two hours. That's shorter than most movies. Yes. And it was a better use of my time than Doctor Strange, the multiverse, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> All right. Well, good season twos for shows that I still, I literally have never heard of anyone watching either of these. Have you? That you know personally? Um, I recommended Starstruck to a friend who asked for a new show to watch. Mm, season smart. one. But that was, like, coming from me. It wasn't like she organically watched it. I literally recommended it. Mm-hmm. I think I've heard of one other person. Very interesting. I loved him. I had fun. And sometimes you just need to have fun while you're watching the show. Um, yeah, this is one of those, like, easy, very easy assignment weeks, you know? Yeah, it didn't feel like work at all. All right, who's your crush of the week? My crush, it's weird because I hate his character so much. But I just really want to give props to Billy Magnuson in he's Made so for Love. Good. I he's so good and I really feel like he's kind of underrated. Like he pops up in a lot of stuff. So it's not like he's like not getting cast in things, mm-hmm. but every time he shows up in anything, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. And he I was I was thinking about the stuff I've I've watched him in and he's always like kind of over the top and weird and I just like I'm like this guy needs to be even more famous cuz he's good and he's really good in this. He has like a lot of weird stuff to do and he's really funny. Well, he's like so good at like even in just in this show, you hate him, but then you also start falling for him. Like he's very manipulative and like charming and you like fall Mm -hmm. for him and then you're reminded no wait you're bad yes like he's very good at playing the role he is really good because he i wouldn't describe him as like a creepy actor but he's really good at he is creepy like he's Mm -hmm. and yet also charming like you said i completely agree he's kind of like um um he's kind of like a jesse plummins <laughs> like anything he's in he's like so good and believable and i always i usually like it and yes i yes. couldn't think of jesse plummins name don't be mad at me <laughs> it's okay i was expecting some i was like thinking you were trying to think of someone that i hate oh no no no, no. and so i'm actually just pleasantly surprised okay good um yeah they're so oh my gosh they're Isn't both in billy magnuson oh i was gonna say billy's also in uss callister oh my gosh is he i think he might remember how there's like one guy that's in it for like a second because he was like handsome and so he trapped him in the thing yeah you're right and Kristen Kristen miliotti's obviously the star wow oh okay. wow put those three in a thing together again, please. Please, we're begging you. I actually, I mean, while we're talking about underrated, I feel like Kristen Milioti's underrated too. I feel like everyone I agree. likes her. 
and she crushes it every time but like where's her awards where are they where you we'll hand them out but like she played she has to play two characters basically in this honestly three characters kind of in this show and like she kills every single one of them so -hmm. much so that there were times where i was like wait what side is she playing again right now like it was so good she's so good yeah she rules (sighs) who is your crush um my crush is Bo Burnham. I Ooh, I'm shocking. Extracurricular I know. crush. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just feel like he's kind of your dream man because he's like a billion feet tall. Exactly, a billion feet tall, and like I know that everyone who likes Bo Burnham feels this way, but it feels like just like my exact humor to absorb, and no one else. <laughs> well i think that's why everyone loved inside so much is that he spoke to like our most inner thoughts Mm -hmm. he has a way in and so i don't know he's got a real gift that guy he really truly does so i already i already gave my opinion on the director's cut i don't know what it's called the edit (laughs) i don't either (laughs) of inside on youtube but watch it it's brilliant and also there are like new songs that will are on it and they're going to be added to the on like spotify and stuff and be released as like a as bonus tracks as a deluxe version so i'm very excited about that love it all right well Next week, we will be discussing Stranger Things, and it shall be strange and a thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.